global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Oracle is reporting sales that topped analyst estimates after cloud-based products picked up momentum with corporate customers. Stocks rebounded today. The S&P 500 index halted its longest losing streak since February amid shifting speculation on whether Britain will remain in the European Union. Equities recovered from a 1% sell-off. The S&P 500 index advancing three-tenths of 1%, up six points to 2,077. NASDAQ up nine, a gain of two-tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials up 92, a gain of five-tenths of 1%. The 10-year down one third. 32nd, the yield there 1.57%. Gold down 460 the ounce to 12.83, a drop of four tenths of 1%. And crude oil down $1.83 a barrel, 46.18 on West Texas Intermediate. That was a drop today of 3.8%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Take Me Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. The marijuana industry is on a hyperbolic upswing in the United States, starting with medical marijuana legalized a few years ago, and now more states even legalizing recreational marijuana. But do you know that one of the leaders of the cannabis industry is a British pharmaceutical company that was founded in 1998, which trades on the NASDAQ and has a very successful drug that is used to treat multiple sclerosis in 27 countries outside of the United States. We're joined now by Justin Gover. He's CEO of GW Pharmaceuticals, joining us from Carlsbad, California, the U.S. operation of this company, which is headquartered in the U.K. Justin, welcome. Thank you very much for having me on your show today. So I think a lot of people don't realize that cannabis has been used in research and developing drugs for a long time. How did GW Pharmaceuticals get into this? So as you mentioned in your introduction, we we set up GW Pharmaceuticals back in 1998 in the UK um, in order to separate out, if you will, the the, the controversies around cannabis marijuana and and, um, their potential medicinal properties or recreational properties and look to research specifically into the science underlining molecules in the cannabis plant and to identify potential new therapeutic options and develop them as bona fide prescription medicines according to the FDA process. So this was a thesis that we developed back in the UK in the late 90s. It's something that we're we're proud to have conducted exclusively for the last 18 years. As you mentioned, we have a drug approved in Europe to treat multiple sclerosis, and now are moving our operations gradually towards the United States as we focus our research increasingly on the epilepsy um, uh, disease area. Justin, would it be accurate to use an analogy that aspirin was first derived from the bark of the willow tree? So there's something in nature that can be harnessed in order to produce a medical outcome. Well, indeed, for, for thousands of years, indeed, you know, most most medicines were plant plant derived, and, and, and indeed, even in the last 50 years, uh, medicines such as aspirin, indeed. Opiates um, are another example, are, are examples of areas where uh, plants have formed the, the, uh, the source material for molecules which are then subsequently developed 
um, as uh, prescription medications. And in a way, it's surprising that, that cannabis has not been subjected to this kind of uh, research over the last 50 to 100 years. So we at GW feel that, that we've taken on a, a logical and what should be relatively uncontroversial role in identifying real science here and providing data on safety and efficacy around specific molecules in the cannabis plant, which may ultimately have important therapeutic, therapeutic uses. Well, tell us more about your uh, specific drugs and and what they do, because, uh, again, you're already having lots of success in your work for multiple sclerosis, and then, of course, there's epilepsy. Yes, so so the um, research, research we've been carrying out over the last 18 years has generally focused on diseases of the central nervous system. And there's no doubt that our most important research at the present time, particularly in the United States, relates to the field of childhood epilepsy. There are a number of uh, very challenging, difficult to treat, sometimes rare conditions um, uh, suffered by children with epilepsy for which there's little or no approved medication. So, so we've developed a, a formulation of a, of a molecule called cannabidiol or CBD. And what's interesting about CBD is it's, in, it's a non-psychoactive component of the cannabis plant, so it doesn't make you high. It's not sought after by recreational users of, of cannabis. But we're, we've been able to develop and manufacture a formulation of this pure com compound, manufactured it to pharmaceutical standards, and have been researching it in the United States now for the last few years. And indeed, in March, we announced positive results from a, um, a a late-stage phase three trial in a condition called Dravet syndrome, which is a rare and, and sadly catastrophic form of childhood epilepsy. Now, just to reiterate, Justin, I wonder if you could tell us what happened in March of this year, because it certainly sent your stock flying. It certainly did, uh, and 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 I think the the, the, the stock price reflects what what a momentous event it really was, both for our company, I think, for the field of cannabinoid science, and hopefully, of course, for the, for the uh, arena of, of childhood epilepsy as well. Um, the, the the trial result that were, was reported in March um, was the first of a of a small number of um, late stage phase three trials, which have um, which are uh, being conducted in order to allow us to provide a regulatory submission to the FDA to seek approval for this medication. We call it Epidiolex. And uh, this trial was a, um, the first ever large-scale placebo-controlled evidence of our drug having um, efficacy in this patient population. We, we, in fact, have been evaluating this, this medication um, in, a, in what's called a, a compassionate use program in the, in the United States for the last two and a half years. There are several hundred children taking the drug um, on prescription right now, but this data in March was the first um, formal placebo-controlled uh, data to emerge, and, and as such um, allows us to, to plan forward towards the prospect of making a submission to the FDA and hence the stock price reaction. Thank you very much for joining us. Justin Gover, he is the chief executive of GW Pharmaceuticals. Stock symbol is GWPH. Shares have risen 23% so far this year. You're listening to Bloomberg Radio. Coming up on Bloomberg Radio, Bloomberg Law. 
Legal expert June Grasso will cover another one of the big legal issues of the day, inside and out, right here on Bloomberg Radio.